Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. Uh, well, go on and say what you've got to say. <laughs> um, is this episode our 50th? We've become middle-aged. Recording. Yeah. Yeah, 50 episodes. I can't remember... About forty-seven, <laughs> but uh, how long are we? Are we just like two in a bit of years or something? Yeah, two about. Two I mean, it's all right. Years. It's an achievement, isn't it? <laughs> Get a badge. Don't, don't slap yourself too hard on yeah. the back, there, Jed. All right, we're just <laughs> having a chat. Um, how many? How many downloads have we had? At, like, um, at time of record, about thirty-two and a half thousand. Yeah, you can see it on our website. That sounds quite. Quite good. Yeah, that's Sounds not all right. Bad. Considering yeah. I said let's get a thousand in the first six months, <laughs> I think we beat that. So I think I mean there's thousands of podcasts, and it, which goes to show that most of them don't get downloaded. Mm. I suppose, but anyway, thanks to everyone for downloading ours. I say ours, kind of marks. <laughs> no, I'd say Mark is ninety-three <laughs> percent. The uh, catalyst behind it. Rue's probably. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just six, gently, gently cupping. Six percent. <laughs> I'm one percent. But regardless, thanks very much for all right. three of us. Quite right. Yeah. 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 Well, you took the photo that adorns our. Well, that's the one percent. That, that's yeah. the one percent yeah. adorns our uh, website. <laughs> Don't do anything else. <laughs> Christ, that means fifty covers. Actually, 50 actually, covers, come yeah, to think yeah. of it, wow. we should probably redo that as we've. <laughs> wizened <laughs> the age, <laughs> time the old enemy has. Uh, yeah, we. Are, uh, there you go. There's a the scoop. Viewers, we'll, uh, we're going to take a new photo. <laughs> at yep. some point in the next fifty. So fifty episodes, including two specials, and we've right. also done three brief introductions slash thank you messages. So anyway, cheers. Anyway, yeah, thanks cheers. a lot. Fifty episodes uh, and. Uh, Long way they continue. Long live the king. See you in another 50. So the date we're looking at this time is the 30th of December. And in the new style calendar of 1916, one Grigory Yefimovich Novik was assassinated in the basement of the Yusupov Palace in St. Petersburg. Uh, You may know him better under the name Rasputin. Was that a nickname? That was a nickname, yes, it's in Russian. We all know him as Rasputin. I've mm. never literally never heard of that other name. But yeah. We all know him <laughs> as Rasputin. Everyone knows him as Rasputin. All of us. Yeah. You well. name it, ask anyone. <laughs> <laughs> there are some who call me Tim. Uh, well, Rasputin was a nickname. Um, oh, yeah. And it means the debauched one. Oh, uh, right. Because of his uh, wild reputation. <laughs> Meaning women thought that. Word, what did men think of him? Uh, well, that would have come from men and rivals yeah. and whatnot. Because uh, I'll refer you to the text I have in front of me from uh, a historical document. Um, <laughs> from what, we, what years are we talking about? Uh, Rasputin y things. Uh, well, he died in 1916. So, and okay, so. Sir. 60 and a bit years later, <laughs> this historical document was released. And for instance, on that subject that you just said, mm-hmm. uh, most people 
looked at him with terror and fear, but to Moscow chicks, he was such a lovely dear. <laughs> yes, I've heard Is that. Is that a historically uh, accurate statement? Doesn't um, seem this, to fit with his nickname. From this document that I'm reading <laughs> from. A man such, so well loved. Well, he believed that um, by sleeping with lots of women, he could take away their sin. Ah, uh, classic. So he tried, yeah. clearly tried. That, that was... Classic cult leader. Do you mean in a religious kind of bent or just just as a bloke trying to make up a reason <laughs> well I think he probably said that that was because that's classic cult, cult leader mm, yeah. thing isn't it really absolve you of your sins my dear now line up <laughs> outside line up. that door yeah <laughs> bring yeah. all your friends you Maram 10.30 tonight you 10.45 bring a friend yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> See, for instance, yes. also in this uh, historical record, historical document I have in front of me, uh, <laughs> he could preach the Bible like a preacher, strangely enough, um, full of ecstasy and fire, uh, but he was also the kind of teacher women would desire, <laughs> which is handy for both parties, I suppose. Both parties were... Would you say both parties were willing? Uh, yes, I would say that. Would you? Hmm. He was known as a healer. So if <laughs> yeah. anyone... Classic, yeah. As a healer, yeah. So people. So he was known for laying on hands. He was laying on of hands, he very much so. <laughs> um, right, okay. I've got to say, in. I'm impressed that you've finally done some research. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done any research. I just 30 <laughs> seconds ago Googled some lyrics. <laughs> I mean, I suppose technically that's re research. Uh, anyway, yeah. Get on with this story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rasputin, as we know him, and I've... I've By mentioned... the way, in this document, it says he was Russia's greatest love machine. Okay, well, I'll bring that clinches it then, then. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Carry on. Okay, so I've mentioned... also said it's, it's a shame how he carried on <laughs> absolving all those sins. <laughs> it's such a shame, isn't it? Just absolving all over the place. Anyway. <laughs> Any more? Do continue. <laughs> Please feel free to interrupt me any, any more time you want. <laughs> I mentioned it was in the New Star calendar because this was during a period of switching from the old and new calendars. So in the old style, it might be referred to as the 17th of December, but in our current calendar, it's the 30th. So, uh, so what, what did the old... They just shifted it 13 days, did they? They yeah, added a fortnight. The, it was the leap fortnight. Yeah, the leap fortnight. fortnight yeah. <laughs> the lead up to Christmas. <laughs> Need extra well, time. Yeah, to buy a present. Shopping time. <laughs> I've completely just, forgotten. Just chuck another two weeks in. Yeah. Yeah. Quite right. What was it before then? It was like a Wednesday. Different months. What are we Gregorian now? Calendar. Uh, yes, we are. So yeah. it used to be the Julian. So, Julian. Mm. Julian. Julian calendar. Uh, what's today's date in the? Oh. Currently, the Julian calendar is 13 days behind the Gregorian. So to convert from Julian to Gregorian, you add 13 days. Why would you swap? To coincide with the rest of the world, maybe? Uh, right, OK. They changed it over a long period of time, though. Oh, did they? It's like Sweden. They, uh, when they swapped from driving on the well, right-hand side of the road to the... No, they did, oh, it, no, that's they right, did yeah. it gradually. That's true. <laughs> and there were roads that intersected... <laughs> They did it. The point is, they didn't do it overnight. Yeah. Like they did it gradually. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Rasputin, he was a Russian mystic. 
He has been referred to as the Mad Monk. What did you call me? But actually, there was another man called the Mad Monk, who was actually a, a friend of Rasputin for a time, called Sergei Trufanov. Um, he was the Mad Monk. He was a monk, and he was mad. Whereas right. <laughs> Rasputin was not a monk. He was a healer. So although he was religious and he like um, a wanderer, if you like, a pilgrim, if you must. Uh, right. He wasn't okay. a monk. So there. Wasn't his um, his first pilgrimage a bit of a forced, well, allegedly a forced one? Yes, that is true. It's uh, a forced pilgrimage. Well, you will, said, yeah, you go believe me. make yourself pure and come back now that you've done these bad things in our village. Oh, okay, right. So it's like you know, either we're going to treat you really Oust badly you. here, or you go. Right. Okay. So he went. Yeah, there was a suggestion that he partook in the theft of a horse yeah. and basically had to leave the village so was, so then it was basically oh I'm going on a pilgrimage because because yeah. <laughs> he had to leave basically so, I mean there's lots of suggestions about why but um, basically yes but no solid evidence for any no there's very little evidence for a lot of his life <laughs> to be fair um, there's very little evidence of his life <laughs> for, for what happened within it yeah, not, right. not, not that he was alive wow. he was alive yeah sure <laughs> and he had a, a wife and child he did. He had a wife and child. He had three children. Sorry, seven children. Three of them survived to be adults. Yep. His daughter Maria, whilst in the US of A, um, was a lion tamer. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Reflects somewhat on her childhood, perhaps. So. <laughs> yeah. But she, she had to wow. give up being a lion tamer after she was mauled by a bear. Yeah, right. Yeah. Since the you moved to bear tamer. <laughs> ironically, ironically, she should have been yeah. a bear tamer. Yeah. Fine. And then probably would have been mauled by a lion, but yeah. who knows. Was she, she in a travelling circus or something? No, she was an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> just, just some lion tamer on the side. Yeah. She was in the circus. I don't know what circus it was, but it was a yep. travelling circus. As part of her act, she billed herself as daughter of the mad monk. Yeah, right. Even right. though he wasn't a mad monk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Neither mad nor monk. Yeah, and she worked as a she worked in the Californian shipyards as a riveter during the war. Wow, that's a, wow, incredible life. Tough lady. Yeah, yeah, very tough. However, Rasputin himself, he went on this pilgrimage, as you say, because he was like a, a peasant. He's not believed to have any formal education or anything. Quite unruly, poorly educated. Apparently, in his diary, he spelt the word diary wrong. Really? So he was yeah, quite illiterate. He just worked at a dairy. <laughs> And some cows. Maybe that's it. So, turn to religion. And as you say, he went on his pilgrimage. And basically, yes, as a nomadic lifestyle, as a holy wanderer, he would mm. just wander around. But he took interest in, like, religious sects and arguably some cults. Mm. But he never Sounds really joined. What was that? sect that he was associated uh, the Klisti that's the ones yeah yeah. they're supposed to um, engage in sexual orgies well, and flagellation Klisti means whip doesn't it yeah they did have, they were, apparently they were flagellists yeah meaning they would beat themselves masochists yeah basically makes masochists was a ga- he, he joined a gang of flagellists allegedly. allegedly apparently he might have visited them hung out mm. with them not for any period, long period of time and there was a lot of he visited a lot of others as well a lot of other religious circles I'm guessing he would have I mean he would have been really living on his wits wouldn't he if you're just touring about the place so. he'll have had no assets of his own he wouldn't no. have been able to pay his way yeah so the, all he could offer is spiritual advice 
Yeah, in, in return commas, for healing. Yeah, <laughs> in re- yeah, in return for a meal and somewhere to sleep. Yeah. So he would have learned, I'm guessing, how to manipulate people and yeah. get what you need. Especially if they were like religious sects and cults and what have you. Mm. Because you just go up and start saying religious things to them and they'll think, yeah, oh, sure. he's one of us. Come yeah, and yeah. eat our, eat our we food can hang out our knees. place. Yeah, exactly. Fast forward to 1905, mm-hmm. when Rasputin first met the Tsar of Russia. He was introduced to Tsar Nicholas II. Nicholas II, who used to be bizarre. And he was described by the Tsar as a man of God. It was apparently a very quick intro. Man of God, Tsar, Tsar, Man of God. <laughs> do you know how we got to meet the Tsar? I mean, that seems like quite a, that's quite a lift, it's a pretty big it? deal. Being, yeah, yeah, wandering yeah. about in the, in the shrubbery to suddenly you meet the Tsar of the whole of Russia. Yeah, exactly. And it, I think it's probably partly because of, because of his wanderings and he's basically become mm. known to every religious group, formal or informal, across all of Russia. Um, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. There must have been something about him. Yeah. wonder what it is. <laughs> Look deep into my eyes. But if you're hanging out at these sort of discussion, religious discussion groups, more and more, some of those are going to have influential and wealthy people come in. So was he? It was healing and I don't know, religiousy things. That's what got him on the map. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you say that. (laughs) Um, Because in this, are you referring to your document document again? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just thought I'd go back to mine document um it said i don't know whether i'm slightly jumping the gun a bit but it said he ruled the russian land and never mind the czar <laughs> this is why i was asking about the uh if he had any other talents but because the kazachok he danced was apparently really wonderbar <laughs> um, so there you go he might have another string to his entertaining yeah bow big on dancing <laughs> yeah <laughs> big dancer big big dancer <laughs> uh, Wunderbar is an interesting, interesting yeah. way usage of, of yeah. German. Uh, d- d- equally, it r- also rhymes with Tsar. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't know that he was a dancer. Well, it says here he was. Oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. So let's take this reliable as fact. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't rule Russia, but part of the reason he was not very well liked outside of court, yep. was that. Um, he was very influential. The reason he was very influential... He had the ear of... at the ear of the Tsar. The Tsar, Or the Tsarina, more specifically. Alexandra. Ah, right. Oh, okay. Um, is she the queen? The queen. Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Mrs. Tsar. Yeah, I've got something about her. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, carry on. Well, in 1906, he met, after a couple of visits to the palace, um, Rasputin met the children of the Tsar and Tsarina. And it's, of course, the most famous thing is that their son, their only son, Alexei, was um, a haemophiliac. Do the blood thing. Come on, do it. Oh, yes. And because Rasputin was considered a healer, he was asked to comfort the, what's he called, would be uh, Tsarevich? I don't know. The heir. As the male, uh, right. he would have been the heir the to son. the throne. The mm-hmm. son, yes. But the queen, was it the case that the queen <laughs> w- uh, pushed this to, uh, to happen? The meeting, the kind of... I mean, she was a fan of his. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I still can't quite fully comprehend the fame and 
notoriety and uh, of uh, apparently all of Russia mm. who just knew about some bloke mm. who was basically wandering around and yeah. good at having a chat kind of thing. Yeah, just a yeah. I mean, at the time, you can kind a of tall, underst- grubby man. You can understand it now when the world is connected to every part yeah, of yeah. you know, and he he went viral basically. But yeah. but a hundred years ago, when there were barely any roads or you know, <laughs> let alone yeah. anything else. Yeah, the would they have got? Tra- they probably would have had the train by then, wouldn't they? Oh, they had the train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, well, it's like it's, it's well done. Gossip, Absolutely, yeah, He's yeah. been hanging out in all the best yeah, places yeah. to be seen. And more right. and more people yeah, are, okay. are going to along to salons for discussions. Mm-hmm. So discussion he would groups. go to those. He would go to those. Particular and then there would yeah. be posh people would turn up to hear the latest ideas yeah, of course, and yeah. theology and what have you. And then they'd talk to their upper echelon. Well, then, for instance, then they go, the, oh, my um, kid is sick and he's a healer. Get him. Oh, get him. I know this, I know bloke. this fella. Yeah. Well, for instance, in this document, the um, <laughs> it states that for the Queen, he was no wheeler dealer. So she obviously <laughs> believed him. Uh, she, though she'd heard the things he'd done, she believed he was a holy healer and would heal her son. So yes. she was uh, all in all for in. him to do his magic or whatever. Yeah, that is true. That's very true. So when Alexei, young, that's true. That is true. I'm quite <laughs> surprisingly. That's true. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah. So when Alexei, uh, he, well, he had a, a hemorrhage in early 1907. I'm in danger. And they sent for Rasputin to come and pray for him. What? Not a, like a <laughs> doctor. Well, I imagine of. doctors as well, but, no, okay. yes, but he was in, let's in not, the room. Let's not send the doctor home just yet, but <laughs> <laughs> knock oh, yourself out no, with the praying. Yeah, yeah you know, belt, belt and braces, you know. We'll have either or, we'll have both, yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, he, over the ensuing few years, um, Rasputin's presence actually was a comfort. And um, mm. apparently, the doctor said he did heal, or so, certainly his symptoms would allay, but that's probably down to the um, uh, aspirin that Rasputin <laughs> yeah. stopped the doctors from prescribing. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the Basically it was. Yeah. Well, the th- I mean, if he had a calming influence on the kid, then that would have reduced blood pressure. Sure, yeah. Reduced yeah. heart rate. Yes. Anxiety. Which are, yeah, which are all yeah. key factors in Absolutely. reducing blood flow. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it probably was having a really positive effect on him. Yeah, very much. How are you feeling? Terrible. No, better. So maybe he was a wheeler dealer. So his notoriety because of that would have gone right old sky high. Mm. Oh, yeah, sure. That would have sealed the deal. So, you know, by that point, the, obviously the, the Tsar and Tsarina think he's... Think he's brill. Lord God Almighty. Yeah. So everyone else is like, going, who's this Yeah, this peasant? Because what they because, think, thought, well, cause, announced. Yeah, because they would lose influence, wouldn't they? Yeah, sure. The child becomes the family priority mm. more than the country. A country which in later years would be embroiled in a terrible war which we'll get to shortly you're using that voice again I know I can't use not that, do it I'll tell you what, you've used that in Halloween you yep. used that Halloween <laughs> thank you uh, what was the last pod that came out um, I don't know but he used it in one that we were talking <laughs> about some cockney stuff it crept out <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I... what was the last one it was uh, Millennium Millennium yeah Rome. that yeah. was um, you used it I can't remember why you used it there but you used it then yeah. Halloween yep. cockneys and Russia it's it's a good uh, Patrick all, all of, purpose voice <laughs> all purpose yeah multi multi purpose uh, 
voice. Yeah, it's my narration voice. Sinister, <laughs> s- scary, ghosty. Sinister, scary, ghosty. That's the three. Uh, can't me. <laughs> 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 So, with Rasputin's growing influence over the royal family, yep. as I say, he became sort of more controversial. Everyone started levying accusations at him. He was accused of rape. Oh he was accused of heresy. Um, he was accused of having an affair with the Tsarina Alexandra. I have my work. I ask for no more. You are so good, Gregory. Because once you get to the top, there's only one place to go. That's it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Be a lot of jealousy and the gossip and hearsay and adulation that got him to the top is he, is the exact thing that's sending him down again, as opposed to him having done something bad. Because yeah. currently he's 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 been vaguely helpful, hasn't he? Yeah, arguably. It's classic like mm. fame. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he's you know whatever. It's she or she's achieved that thing, and then people just get tired of seeing your face or whatever. And yeah. Get him yeah. off doing stuff. Yeah. Do-gooding or <laughs> whatever. Winning trophies or being on telly all the time and then everyone but hate, maybe, hates maybe, you. Maybe he yeah. was a wrong one, I don't know. Well, I mean, we haven't had any... Suge- I mean, it's, I mean, let's face it, it's all rubbish in the sense <laughs> yeah, of yeah. he was just a bloke who was good at having a chat, but... Yeah. But, and, it, and it got... He went to the right places to hang out, but I don't think he did any, anything horrendous yet, anyway. No, not really. I mean, not, it's all a lot of um, accusation rather mm. than a fact. He wasn't tried right. oh, for okay. anything. But the problem is anything that did go wrong on a broader level, um, like starting World War One, for example, anything that went badly would be levied at his door kind of thing. Oh, right. Oh, that's obviously because of his influence. Like, um, for example, um, Tsar Nicholas, he took over control of the army because the army was fighting was going so bad in world, during World War One. And when he took it over and he did as bad, if not worse, everyone said that, oh, that's Rasputin's influence on him, telling him right. what to yeah, do. Yeah, okay, that's what I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then the government was interfering in the bureaucracy of the nation and it wasn't doing well and the economy yeah. declined and, of course, that's all his influence. That's him. The pitfalls of fame. Yeah, he was accused of basically being a, a puppeteer, of operating the, the Tsar and Tsarina like marionettes. <laughs> and that was the government who would say that, the politicians. Really? Yeah. Wow, wow. Right. So he obviously did have some influence. If he didn't have influence, then they probably would have just ignored him. Do you know what I mean? I would have thought so, because they wouldn't have known who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just a scapegoat for problems. Yes. Possibly, yeah. You know, you blame, it's not the, guy, us, you blame the guy you don't like yeah. <laughs> for all the Absolutely, things that are going yeah. on. Absolutely, I mean, there's loads of politicians who get the... I mean, for good reason, but, yeah. but also they just get it in the neck because people don't know anyone else to... Hmm. Yeah. Hello, my name's Mark Decano and I host the Comedy in a Nutshell podcast in which I talk with those in and around the comedy circuit and most especially the comedians about what comedy means to them. Simon Amstor plus Lena Dunham plus Mr Blobby. I thought that would be a good combo. Every gig you get is somebody else not getting a gig. I've had sometimes I've had people like pull out a notepad and I've been like, oh no, no, thank you. You are a jester and you're here to bring light relief to people's lives. Somebody at the end was like, oh my God, she's dirty. <laughs> I was like, oh. Thank you very much. My boyfriend says he feels like he has to tread very carefully because he was like, I know that everything has the potential to become material. I can 
now give to people and they definitely in that moment are having a good time. So if you want to know more about what comedy means to the people at its heart, then hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Comedy in a nutshell, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fringe, baby. (laughs) So on the 12th of July in 1914, there was an assassination attempt on Rasputin by a peasant woman named Chiona Guseva. She stabbed him in the stomach outside his home. Is this the 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 suite of apartments, or so that the um, that the Tsar put him up in? Pokorovsky. Um, Pokorovsky is is where he grew up. That's his his sort of family town. So no, that's he in his house in his home. Oh, so he'd gone home at this point. Yes. Right. So it's his home in Pokorovsky, his his hometown where he grew up. Okay. Was that the only assassination attempt on his life? No. There's the other one where he died. Ah, right, okay. That wasn't an attempt. That was an attempt. Because in this document, it says <laughs> that he wasn't stabbed. He was... They tried to poison him. They did. That's the, the, the exciting one. Mm. The tree coming to... Does that mean... Through. Was that successful? Yes. Mm. Well, I've, I think you'll find <laughs> that... We'll get into it. <laughs> All right. It, was, it appeared for a while that he might not survive. He was very a seriously stabbing. wounded, yeah. Just don't even look at me, all right? I'm, I'm in trouble here. Oh, physician, heal thyself. Exactly. Well, quite. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what the issue is. Just yeah. So get one of your lay other. on your hands and <laughs> you'll be fine by breakfast. Get one of your other healer mates. You'll have loads of healer mates. Get one of them to do it. all at it. Yeah. But uh, when he was at death's door, oh, yeah. he did have surgery. He was in hospital for a bit and he recovered. And that only served to fuel the idea that oh, he was yeah. mystical. Ah, right. Right, yeah. Because no one ever gets stabbed and survives. Well, I don't know, yeah, yeah. I'm invincible! So, the moment came in 1916 when the group of noblemen decided that they would hatch an assassination plot. Oh, yeah. So, Felix Yusupov, prince, and the Grand Duke Dmitry Pavlovich. So it's quite uh, high up. They could have got some mm, yeah, yeah, gang yeah. of ne'er-do-wells to do it. Yeah. But they high up people of... Um, well, it says here, it says men of higher standing. <laughs> That's true, isn't Very it? Very much so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there was a peasant woman who tried to stab him, then I'm sure there would have been other peasant people yeah, yeah, yeah. who could have been persuaded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Or just hired hands. Just, these are rich That's what I mean. people. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. give them a, a, you know, a payment to, a, do it. to go and do it. Just a gang of thugs and beat sure, him in yeah, the street. Yeah. But, that, but that wasn't the case. <clears throat> that was not the case, No. Are these like politician equivalents? There is a politician. A, at least one politician was in the in the uh, conspiracy. Yes. And were they all men? And they were all men. Yes. Because in my uh, in this manuscript, <laughs> um, in quotation marks, this man's just got to go. Declared his enemies. Enemies. But the ladies begged, "Don't try to do it, please." <laughs> That's why I did that emphasis on enemies. Uh, enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they were just keeping it quiet and secret, you know, so that he would just disappear. Do you know what I mean? You don't. If you're paying people, then you've you've yeah, suppose you've so, created yeah. more of a trail. Yeah. But those type of men of, and I quote, men of higher standing, um, would you just wouldn't go anywhere near that kind of wouldn't thing for so. fear of being. Whatever, ousted and well, I don't know. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. if they're Difficult military to... or warring types, it's really not that much of a big deal for them. 
Yeah, um, sure, yeah. If they'll have done military service, I'd, you know, they probably done wasn't. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, like possibly that. keeping... I mean, they've already got a conspiracy between the the men who are coming up with the plan. Maybe they didn't want to get anyone else in because in case Wood got out. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what we were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. keep it. Keep your keep secret it. tight. Keep it to your chest. If you want a job done, do it yourself. Just yeah. get on with it. Yeah, yeah, Maybe they had some hand in that peasant woman. Well, that came yes. up. Right, well, well, that didn't well, work. Well, I must right. admit... We'll have to do it ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, the first time you said it, I thought, huh, peasant woman, why would she care? Well, you know, do you know what I mean? It, uh, meaning someone may have gone, here's a shekel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, oh, ru- 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 ruble. <laughs> here's half a ruble. Yeah. Uh, love. Love. <laughs> and a knife. So this woman, Guseva, who stabbed Rasputin, she was a follower of another man who used to be a priest. A rival. Named Iliodor. He had been a supporter of Rasputin, but he denounced him in 1916 and became a radical conservative. Right. So, so he could have planted the seed then. And, yeah. He slagged him off, basically. He had to go at Rasputin, being, right. being, a, bad, you know, yeah. being a false prophet and... What Who will rid you? me of this troublesome priest? Exactly. So Guseva right. has one of his followers possibly just acted in the same way as, as the mm. murder of Beckett. So, oh, I'll ingratiate myself with the guy I yeah. like by getting rid of the guy he doesn't like. Who could say? Rasputin did predict his own death. Did he? He, was, he did claim to be able to like read minds and see into the future, what have you. But he certainly did it once. <laughs> Probably not the rest of the times. He did say that the world would end in August 2013, which oh, um, yeah, right. did not. So this is a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Matrix. In December 1916, he wrote to the Tsar saying that I feel I shall le- leave life before January 1st. If it was your relations, you would my destiny, but you or your children will remain alive for more than two years. You will all be killed by the Russian people. Obviously, we know that the family were all executed in mm. 1918 within two years. Yeah, and he died before January the 1st. So I mean, true. the only thing about that is, is him saying that, meaning what? a bloke with loads of enemies <laughs> who could kill him at any point. It's like... Yeah, I mean, and with, all right, fine, it came true, but with a world war on the eve. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's reasonable to predict that he might have been killed, but it's interesting that he would predict that the entire royal family would die sure, yeah. within two years. It, you know, the war wasn't over, the revolution hadn't taken place yet, so who knows what could have happened. But, you know, so Prince Yusuf invited Rasputin to his palace, and they decided for, to hold a little... A, what a dinner party a little well not a dinner party sort of a they'd have wine and cakes merriment yep Madeira Madeira wine yes he was a big fan of Madeira oh yeah so they decided to hold this in the basement (laughs) as you always do not one of the many dining rooms yeah right yeah sure sure yeah yeah. (laughs) but uh, yeah so they went down into the basement and the only thing we really know about what happened next was from Yusupov's own account and not the 100% reliable source, mm. probably. Yeah, it's got as, as many holes as a colander. Right. Yeah, mm. sure. Um, but what he, he claims pretty much is that um, he offered Rasputin cakes and cups of tea. Yep. Cake! Everybody loves cakes! Which were all laced with cyanide, Ooh. apparently. Yeah, um, I'm not convinced by that. <laughs> well, in the autopsy, there were no trace of poison no. at all. Cyanide right. is, if you're looking for poison, you, we, you would yeah, detect it's it. It's not the kind of poison so they put you it slowly in, build up. What did they put it into? The cake. Tea and cakes. Tea and cakes, nothing else. 
Uh, not at this point. Yeah. Not at this point. And Rasputin famously didn't eat anything sweet. So he's not likely to have eaten cake if it was offered to him. Well, it's referred to as cakes, but, right. you know, it could be yeah. like bread. Or who knows what they mean? Russian cakes, isn't it? Could be anything. <laughs> Probably made, made of wood. Made of <laughs> parsnips. <laughs> sailor's biscuit. Yeah, exactly. Wood. Yeah. <laughs> made of, yeah, whatever, gravel. Rasputin, he asked for Madeira. Have some Madeira. Madeira. <laughs> How strong is Madeira? It's a fortified wine. It's, it's, like, it's like port, 20%. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah. port, yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. Have you ever had Madeira not... in Madeira? I mean, I've done if you've ever had a port hangover, but no. I should imagine Madeira is quite hangover. similar. I've had a lot of port. It's nice. Right. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had three glasses of Madeira, all poisoned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still no sign of any harm. Yep. About 2.30am, about two, two and a half hours later, after all cakes and tea and wine, yep. Yusupov went back upstairs where the rest of the conspirators were, hiding from out the basement. upstairs, from yep. the basement. Yep. You'd think it'd be the other way around. They'd you, hide where, in, you'd think, if I were yeah. them, I'd hide in the basement. You'd think. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd hold the whatever ch- chat yeah. in the... I don't know the secondary ballroom. Also, the drawing the, ba- the main one. The basement. I mean, I've I've been there, Yusuf. Have place. you? Yeah, yeah. Right. The basement. When we have entered, been in the basement, I went to the basement. Oh, they have um, it's set up as it is in the photos from the period, and there's right. like a couple of mannequins dressed like. Rasputin. Have they got those wax figures in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to get in, you had to go down a really sort of small spiral staircase. I'm going. This is really awkward. There's <laughs> sure, no yeah, point yeah. in going. Why are we going down here? Yeah. You weirdo. Exactly, but he he should have been thinking that when they led him down there in the first place. Yeah, why are we not going? Why this are we is going palace? to the normal, whatever games room? Mm. Yeah, I mean it's not. I say palace. I mean it's a very large house on the on the river, very ornate. So it had many rooms. It's not like there was. Sure, yeah, yeah. We've got to go in the basement. Mm. The whole rest of the house is no, being no, refurbished. There's, there's probably a room just for drinking Madeira. <laughs> well, yeah, the Madeira room. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So Yusupov went upstairs where he met up with uh, Dmitry Pavlovich, the Grand Duke. And they had a chat. A tete-a-tete. Yep. And he got a revolver. Watch it. That thing's loaded. Went back downstairs and told <laughs> told Rasputin, or asked Rasputin to say a prayer. He had crucifix on the wall. He asked him to say oh, a yeah. prayer. And then as uh, Rasputin was distracted and looked away to the crucifix, Yusupov shot him in the chest. Then, for some reason, having shot him, they then all left the house. <laughs> they left the house. Yeah, because what they wanted to do, they dressed, they took his hat and his coat, and they got in the car with with oh, a man yeah. dressed up to make it look like he'd gone home. Right, like so they, they dressed can, as him, dressed as him, and then went back to his place. Yeah, oh, they dressed as him. Yeah. Right. I was going to say so like that anyone seeing home. them would think. I was going to oh, say like Putin going home, yeah. like weekend at Bernie's, but yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's not that, is it? They dressed. Like, as he's as in him. the basement, apparently dead. So can I just check that this in this <laughs> historical document that this is actually fact? Mm-hmm. It says. Uh, Ra Ra Rasputin, for some reason, don't know <laughs> uh, lover of the Russian queen. They put some poison into his wine. True, that's true. True that. Well, Ra Ra Rasputin, according to Yusupov, yeah. lover of the Russian queen, um, Russia's greatest love machine. He drank it all and said, "I quote, I feel fine." That's also true, isn't it? Yes, I don't know if he would. It say was, I it feel was fine. apparently la- <laughs> laced. Yeah, it was all apparently laced with cyanide, but I like, also I like the verb laced. <laughs> But again, at the autopsy, no poison. 
of it at all, let alone so it wasn't nice. as much as they claimed. Yeah, uh, right. So all of that's historically accurate. <laughs> it's either true or entirely untrue, depending on your yeah. point of perspective. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's just yeah. as likely true as not. Cyanide is something that would kill you practically instantly. Yes. Well, it just affects the nervous system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not after two hours. Yeah. And you can't defend yourself against it. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, to, I won't say the last line, but I mean, uh, part of the... <laughs> Essay, the um, <laughs> it says they didn't quit. They wanted his head. And that's true as well, isn't it? Not just his head. So they shot him. I, I won't say the last few words because you haven't finished your <laughs> factual. It, it rhymes with head. <laughs> just to say, it rhymes with head. And there's a few more words to go, but Mark hasn't finished his yeah uh, actual <laughs> fact. Well, they've shot him once, and he appears to be head. Right. He appears to be. He appears yep. to be. So they drove, they've fainted well, they, uh, being driven home. Mm-hmm. They've now returned to the palace. And oh, there... Yeah, they all left. Yeah. Their Rasputin leapt up and attacked Yusupov. Huh? What are you going to do? Bleed on me? They shot him... Right, OK, I'll leave... Oh, I'm still not going to finish the <laughs> sentence. He leapt up. He leapt up and attacked Yusupov. Right. He'd healed himself again. Yeah, he healed yeah. himself. <laughs> he fell onto his healing hands. <laughs> yeah. Yusupov uh, fled the scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. A fleet. As, as you would. Yeah. I um, thought you was dead. He went upstairs and out into the courtyard of the palace. Yep. Rasputin ran after him. Where was he shot? In the chest. So he'd been stabbed. Uh, stabbed in the stomach mm. previously. Yeah. Previously yeah. healed from that. <laughs> shot in the chest. Yeah. But obviously he's full of cake and Madeira. Madeira. And he's uh, running across yeah. a... He's full of poisoned cakes and poisoned <laughs> Madeira. And yep. he's, what's he doing? Running across a courtyard. Yeah. He's, yeah. Gone, he's gone back up the awkward spiral up, step. Up the awkward he steps. had to get up that. Out and, yeah, that across, well across the hall when yeah. you're shot. Yeah, exactly. And pissed. You can't exactly run away from someone up an awkward spiral staircase. Well, he's not running away, is he? He's running No, but Yusupov he's pursued. Yusupov run away. Yeah. He fled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiral staircases are easy to grab people's yeah. ankles on. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, but Rasputin pursued him out yeah. into the courtyard, and there, Purishkevich, who was um, a right-wing politician, one of the conspirators, yep. shot him in the head and in the forehead. What was the net result of that? <laughs> Until he was dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that <laughs> he shot him, and he was dead. Till, comma, apostrophe till. <laughs> he was dead. He yeah. was dead. That's what it says in my uh, yes. manuscript. I just wanted to check that. Yeah. Right. So that's true. That's true. I and mean, I know that's true. But well, they wrapped him up in cloth, drove to the Petrovsky Bridge. Mm-hmm. That's quite away from the city. It's a bit away. Yeah. And it's not like it. they went to the nearest bridge and lobbed him off. Yeah. Well, they drove in rubbish. Same cars. thing. They went home in rubbish. Mind you, they were posh when they? they probably had good yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing as a van. It would have been a posh car. Yeah, Rolls Royce. So they threw his body into the river. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they? It was alleged, again, a lot of this is all alleged, mm. um, that the shot to his forehead didn't kill him. Oh. <laughs> and that he actually drowned in the river. There was a rumour that when he was pulled from the river for the autopsy, there was water in his lungs, so he obviously breathed it in. That's um, not proven. Would it just get in there anyway? Wouldn't it seep in? <laughs> seep? Yeah, when you're just like... Uh, and everything's relaxed well, and would, stuff. would become waterlogged, I suppose. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He was shot twice. How did he die, sir? <laughs> he drowned. He drowned. 
but like I said, the autopsy said that there was no poison. So yeah. who knows what what the story? The autopsy was. would have shown up drowning as well. It's not just about presence. The poison was the least of his worries. Massive effects on the body when when it when you die. Right. It's not just about it having some water in you. Is it not? No. Also, it's alleged, in yep. response to your, was there any women there at the time? Allegedly, yes. the Grand Duchess Tatiana was present, at least on the bridge, if not at the house. Um, and it was also present when he was, his body was castrated, if that happened. <laughs> right. And if she was actually there. I mean, it says apparently, it, it, she, again, he had been accused, Rasputin, of having raped the Duchess. Oh, but well. we don't know that that's true. We don't know that she was at the house. We don't know that he was castrated mm. or that she was there if that happened. We don't know that he was <laughs> right, poisoned. So we don't know. But it's, it's all just... Yeah, we don't know. It's well, all let, let's add to that. Don't know. And it's all just <laughs> Yusupov's story. It's, we've only it's, got it's his the only record, record there is. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, well, let's add to that. No idea what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, no doubt this Rasputin had lots of hidden charms. Though he was a brute, they just fell into his arms. Talking about women, mm-hmm. so um, but the you suggested that that what did you say, Tatiana? Tatiana allegedly was like, one of the women who didn't say. <laughs> she uh, didn't say. Hold on, sorry. don't kill him. <laughs> she did no, not want him dead. No, sorry, don't you try to do it, please? <laughs> no, uh, that one. That if she, if she was there, she said. Do it, please. Yeah, sure. <laughs> now, another rumour about the assassination that keeps oh, yeah. coming up is that it was planned or supported by Britain's MI6. Mm. Right. Really? And the Russians still strongly believe that. Of course they do. Don't you realise how suspicious the Russians are, the British? And that there is some evidence to that. Uh, I think the gun was British. Mm. Really? And also, immediately following his death, there was an exodus of British agents from Russia. They all scarped home very shortly afterwards. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yes, that is true. But also, I mean, it was it was also in war. Well, there was a war mm. on. Yeah, and yeah. it was going very badly for Russia. And one of the British Secret Service agents who was serving in Russia attended university with Yusupov. Mm. So there's a connection to the Secret Service through Yusupov. The mm. gun may have been British, the agents all left, but, you know, that could have been any. Yeah, reason. I mean, these are things that coincide. They're not necessarily causal. And uh, Rasputin was against the war, so if he was preaching peace and Russia pulled out of the war, then all the Germans would right, okay. head I, towards I a, Britain. I was about to say, why, so it's John Lennon all over why again. Would, <laughs> why would MI6 care about that? But if that, that's... They didn't want Russia to pull out of the war. Right, yeah. okay. Which they ended up doing anyway, because of the revolution, which is a song written by John Lennon. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> so, before his body was found, he wasn't found for a few days, already news of his murder had spread. Mm. Well, Yusupov seemed to be bragging about it, but he was like, oh, yeah, he's dead, but don't tell anyone. But he, that's yeah. what he said to everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loads of them were talking about it, yeah. Loads of the conspirators were openly chatting about the the death. You mustn't tell anyone, but he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rasputin was buried in a church. wonder what denomination that would have been. Well, well, the imperial family were there. Rasputin's wife and family were not invited. Mm -hmm. It's probably Orthodox. Russian Orthodox, was it? But his body was exhumed and burned by Mm. soldiers after the abdication 
in March 1917 after the first revolution. Right, right. I probably wouldn't want you know people coming to as a praise pilgrimage yeah, site. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So as I say, the uh, the autopsy apparently the report itself was lost, mm. but um, the the surgeon said that um, there were three gunshot wounds. So Yusupov said he shot him once in the chest, but mm. he had uh, he was definitely shot once in the forehead. But apparently there was another shot. He had a, a slice in his side. Yeah, I've seen that. That may have been a from slice. being thrown over the bridge. Yeah, it's sort of, is it the left shoulder, I think? Gash in left, yes. Yeah, it's, it's like from the top corner of the shoulder down to about halfway down the, yeah. the upper arm. It could have been ripped while he was being thrown over the yeah, bridge. Yeah, it right? could have been, yeah. I mean, he fell off a bridge into through some ice, you know. It could, yeah. Hmm. As I say, no evidence of poison. Um, and they also said no water in Rasputin's lungs. And that claims that he'd been thrown in alive were untrue. As I say, there were mentions of the idea that his penis had been severed, mm-hmm. but according to the coroner, they were intact at the time of the autopsy, at least. Um, however, there was an attempt to sell his penis. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> as you do. As, as, as is always the case. Yeah. At an auction. <laughs> Christie's. It was... <laughs> Apparently, Maria, the lion tamer, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. sold Her again. his penis what? <laughs> to the Museum of Erotica in St. Petersburg. Her, his daughter, no, his daughter Maria. His daughter sold his dad's, so her dad's, her own dad's penis <laughs> to a when museum. Came. I can't. To the Museum of Erotica in 1977. She worked with large animals. <laughs> <laughs> Just to check. Just, yeah. yes. Hmm, interesting. Um, and it's supposedly, it's in a pickle jar in the museum. Right. It is also supposedly almost 12 inches long. Yeah. Like the size of a lion's I, I, I penis. Say, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> say it as she worked with bear. She got... She got, got, got by I, I don't know anything about right. it. Yeah, possibly pro- probably to exactly. sever exactly. <laughs> <laughs> While attempting to sever a bear's genitals, she got attacked... <laughs> Well, it's possible it's a, an animal penis because for the beginning of the 20th century, you know, early on after the event, a sea cucumber was mistaken for being his penis. <laughs> right. So that's, it's okay. not beyond the realms of possibility that it's not his. So it's either a lion's willy or a sea cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All very similar, I imagine. Yeah. Or a pickle. Or a pickle. I'm starting to feel In the pickle jar. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that I heard that the Russians believe as like conspiracy wise yes. was that it might have had that the murder might have had a sexual element. Ah, from Russia with love, eh? Not in the lady sense. But he two was... members of the conspirators. Yes. Uh, one of whom was outwardly bisexual and the other was known to be homosexual. He was just openly gay. So you're suggesting that he was killed because he rebuked the sexual advances of the Maybe, maybe that's it. I think, at the very least, we have another ridiculous Atlantis conspiracy (laughs) thing. (laughs) Right, other surprising facts I have. Yes. Yusupov, who, as I said, went to university with a a British secret agent. He was in the Bullingdon Club. Oh, God, was he? 
Really? Yeah. If you don't know what the Bullingdon Club is, it's a horrible sort of right-wing conservative style. Feasting. Gorging. Gorging. Trashing and vandalising. Many British politicians from the Tory party are members. Chucking money up in the air and going, pay for that lot. You know when you see on films, you see a statement that says words to the effect that any similarity to Mm. persons living or dead is coincidental? That is because of Yusupov. He started that when he and his wife uh, tried to sue MGM over a film called Rasputin and the Empress in 1932, (laughs) in which they decided that they were being poorly represented. Right, right. So they they sued them. Did they win? They did not win at the time. Mm. But but it triggered triggered the statement saying... However much it looks like them and uses Uses their names. That's Um, quite good. I have a very interesting thing here. This is, again, like this whole story, it's it's a rumour, it's Mm -hmm. it's hearsay, it's probably not true, but... Apparently, Vladimir Putin may be a reincarnation of Rasputin. <laughs> reincarnation. Right. Yes, there is a theory. Apparently, you say <laughs> there is a there is a theory. I don't know where this theory comes from, and obviously, just the report would be enough to show it. But apparently, there was uh, an analysis of Putin's pubic hair and Rasputin's quote residual testicular fluid, um, and right. the comparison. Oh, wh- showed... Where was it residing when <laughs> this test was? <laughs> apparently, the DNA matched. So there you go. Right. There you I'd go. say that was about as wild a rumour as you can get in this story, yeah. but it is consistent with the story itself. Yeah, it's it no is, wilder yeah. than any other element. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. very much so. It's a good one, though. That is a good one. <laughs> so I've already mentioned Rasputin and the Empress, 1932, starring Lionel Barrymore as Rasputin and John Barrymore as Chikotrif. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The most famous one, probably from my perspective, is Rasputin the Mad Monk, not the Mad Monk, which is a Hammer film from the nineteen from nineteen sixty six. Oh. Christopher Lee. That is as fantastic as it is rubbish. Yeah, yeah. A lot of close ups of Christopher Lee's eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> being hypnotic. Oh yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Of course. He's yeah. he's just maniacal and mesmeric. Is he the Mad Monk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Almost as solid a, a uh, representation of. Christopher Lee, as it is of Rasputin, is Tom Baker's performance as oh, Rasputin yeah. <laughs> in uh, Nicholas and Alexander, 1971. Wow. <laughs> he plays a great Christopher Lee. <laughs> right. It's just, again, a lot of eye close-ups. Yeah. It's very good. I mean, good as in very entertaining, yeah, but not, good, not a good film. You can't beat a good bit of Baker. There's, of course, Anastasia, the mm-hmm. Disney foray, 1997. Musical, animated, with Christopher Lloyd of Back to the Future yes, fame really, slash yeah. Taxi as Rasputin. More mad eyes again. More mad eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's a bunch of others um, right, you know, right up till today. There was a 2022 special of Doctor Who called The Power of the Doctor. It's good. I saw that. It's actually it's the, the, the... I think it's The Master. Yeah, it's the end of series. Not just end of series, but it's the end of... I've forgotten her name. Jodie. Um, Jodie Foster. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Foster would be a great Playing doctor. Playing the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Jodie Whittaker is the end of... It's, it's her, her last episode. like a season yeah. finale, yeah. So yeah. it's the, the change. And she's going through the change. <laughs> she's going through the change, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's the 1996 one with Alan Rickman playing the monk called Rasputin. Yes. That's quite good. You've seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you watched all of the Rasputin? I've I've watched at least six of them. Of course you have. <laughs> of the six, including that the exist. Disney one. Yeah. Wow. And I am. When not, did you do all I that? I am not an animated Disney movie fan. 
But you're still not animated. Watched. Did it? Very clever. He's <laughs> <laughs> certainly not animated. Oh, and yes, while we're on the subject, I'm not sure if we mentioned this in another in previous episode or not. But the Romanov family, who were, as we know, executed, yeah, in Ekaterinburg in 1918. Long has there been rumour of the Grand Duchess Anastasia, the youngest daughter, having escaped. Loads of people have claimed to be her, but uh, no, she was there. She died in the house, along with everyone else. Their execution took 20 minutes. But is that partly what do you mean? because from first person to last with gems? <laughs> no, it's because they Cause they were... hid all their gems in their bodices. Yeah, well, they were shot and, and then... then hacked to death with machetes. Right. <laughs> it's just so. And that's like six children. Yeah. And the parents and a few servants. So it took 20 servants. minutes to kill them. Yeah. Um, the reason they, or one of the reasons they think that the, the daughter, one of the daughters, got away was a because it's a nice romantic notion, basically, and, and b because mm. she was buried apart from the others for some reason. No oh, right, probably crawling away, <laughs> not quite dead, mm. but uh, yeah. Wow. So there you go. Happy note to end on. <laughs> yes. It's also the um, the Netflix series, The Last Czars. Yes. Which is fairly recently released. I think that's quite I good. Thought so. Uh, ben Cartwright, mm. Rasputin. So six episodes, I think. So that's Drama- dramatic. Yeah, it's sort of oh. it's it's half cinema, half documentary. If you know what I mean, it's like little insertions and voiceovers, live action, and then it cuts to a long scene of sort of oh, like right. an episodic thing, and then it cuts back to historical stuff. So it's kind of interwoven together to tell the story. Mm. Like crime. It's, watch. it's reasonably well done. A docudrama. Yeah, crime watch. Like crime watch, <laughs> reenactment segment, yeah. <laughs> and then apparently there's a song. I've never heard of that. <laughs> What's it about? <laughs> no idea. It's the song, the stammering song, R- R- Rasputin. Yeah. Really? Yeah, uh, by Boney M. Oh, those Russians. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening. And we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary.